Yes, thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning. We're still catching our breath after what was an enormous weekend in harness racing across several states. The weekend just gone a New South Wales victory when it came to the Hunter Cup with King of Swing winning his second. And now we switch our attention to the home state features as the Carnival of Miracles is really starting to ramp up. We've got two really important lead up races again this Saturday at Menangle before we roll on to the Group 1 Newcastle Mile next Friday night, straight into the Chariots of Fire the following evening. A week later, it's Ladies Night with the Oak and the Ladyship Mile, or the now Queen Elizabeth Two Mile, as it's been renamed. And then Miracle Mile Night uh, will follow with a stack of features to be run and won. So the next month or so is going to be quite hectic, but that's exactly what we are looking forward to. Fields are out as well, or they were out on Monday afternoon, but the first time we've had it on the pace since for Saturday night. And the two features are the Group 2 Sibelia Stakes, which is race number five, and the Group 2 Palface Adios, both with real pointers towards the Ladyship, the Queen Elizabeth II, and the Chariots of Fire. So they will certainly be really important races. When it comes to barrier draw, uh, the Sibelia Stakes, we've got Diamond Party in two, will start from one should the second emergency not be required. Antonia three on return, Pelosi four, Winawi Creek five, Majita six, She's backing up from her Ladyship Cup effort at Melton when second behind Spellbound last week. Rock and Roll Angel is fresh. Our Curl Girls and Lace is racing in super form. She takes a big step up. Scarlet Bade, the defending Ladyship champion, Stylish Memphis. Enchanted Stride is a first emergency. And Mona Mia will start from 12 with the OD tag. And then the Powerface Adios is an absolute cracker. There's going to be some really quality four-year-olds miss out on births in that Chariots of Fire. Krug 1, Act Now 2. That's going to be so interesting to the first term. Artillery is a first emergency. Chevron Art, four. Better Eclipse, five. Ricochet, six. Longfellow, seven. Part of a really strong Emma Stewart uh, campaign there. She also has quite a few in that ladyship. Uh, Naratak Prince, eight. Captain Crusader, nine. Beyond Delight, ten. Ideal Dan is a second emergency in Rock and Roll Do who was quite unbelievable in the four-year-old Bonanza. He is another that has the OD tag. So all of those fields are available for Saturday nights and markets are already available. Just yesterday at Menangle, there were some very, very good performances. Tardelli, a two-year-old on debut by Huntsville, was able to rate 153 flat on debut for Ricky Orchard and the Laspina family. So that is certainly one to really scribble down in your black book. He's got some, uh, no doubt, very big tasks upcoming. And in the near future, uh, there's some really good races just around the corner for him. And he's also Queensland bred. So it'll be interesting to see how his remainder of the campaign plays out. Cruz Bromack, the millionaire pacer, the New Zealand Cup winner, was back in form and back into the winner's circle in 151 and three first up for Jason Grimson. And just remember me, this three-year-old filly is really going to be hard to toss when it comes to the New South Wales Oaks. She was too good over the 2,300 metres. It's going to be a bumper contest behind her and the likes of Amore Vita as well, as I'm hearing a few other Kiwi three-year-old fillies may be making their way across for the heats to be run next Saturday night. So that's Menangle yesterday. Yesterday and then at tomorrow last night, Matthew Painting was able to bookend that card of racing. We've already got the trial session underway at Menangle today. And Golden Year went out and rated 149 and 5 in the first of the trials. 26 flat, 26 7, 27 6, and 29 2 to go 149 and 5 for Joe Connolly and Seaton Grimmer. So uh, that's one way to blow the cobwebs out. We've also had a two year old trial run and one. 
in 2-2 and a bit. Miss Hornigold, a captain treacherous filly for the Sloys. Michael Doltoff and Chris Geary out of the really good mare Louvre. So make sure to keep an eye on the rest of the trial results there out of Menangle today as there are some real pointers towards the carnival. We have Bathurst racing tonight. Eight races. The first gets underway at 6.03 and Matt Rue has a nice book of drives and most of them, if not all, look genuine winning hopes with a little bit of luck on their side, including a former Kiwi uh, who will go around at a, a very short quote in race number seven on the card. And Matt's been kind enough to join us this morning to talk through them and hopefully point us towards a winner there as well tonight at Bathurst. Thanks for your time, Matt. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Britt. How are you going? Really good, thanks. Let's get straight into these drives this evening. The first of which is Cradle of Fire goes around in the opening race on the card. Uh, it's had a few runs here at Bathurst over the last few weeks and you've driven uh, him on those three occasions. He's been beaten some fairly significant margins, but he goes into to tonight's race, certainly not as an outsider. So why can he turn it all around tonight, do you think? Yeah, I don't think he's going quite as bad as the books. The three runs back when he ran eight, um, he was really unlucky with about a furlong to go. We got uh, caught up in a bit of trouble. We ran out of room. Um, so I think he probably nearly would have won that night if we got into the clear and then we got way too far back uh, the next start. And then last week he was caught on the fence when the sort of track was a little bit off that night and all the horses that were sort of on the fence were a bit disadvantaged that night. So I wouldn't look anything into his last start. Um, pretty even field this is nothing that really jumps out and puts the hands up says they're better than the others so I, I think this is his, a chance tonight but if he doesn't soon start to do something we might have to um, yeah, sack him after that <laughs> How does tonight play out? You've got a wide draw but as you mentioned it's an even field so I would assume that position in running is going to be vital so do you have to try and get somewhere early on from that wide gate? Well, he has got good speed out, but I did do that last start. He did seem to want to get home as good, so I think we're best off saving him up for one run. He's got a really good 250 in him if we can hold him up, but of course that's going to really... Our chances are going to play into tempo from there, so he's going to need some luck, but he has got the speed to finish off strong if they do run along. Okay, that's race one, number seven, Cradle of Fire. We move across to race number two on the card over the sprint trip again. And Quadricep is your drive here, uh, a former South Australian that makes its way across as one five from 35. A good first up win at Wagga. And then last time out at that same track was a little bit disappointing over the 2270 metres again. So I guess a little bit of a head scratcher there only a fortnight or so ago. But if we go on that first effort, then he has to be a chance here tonight. Yeah, that's right. I think getting back to the mile might be key there tonight. Um, Grant does a good job with his horses and he'll be forward and ready to go. And again, it's a pretty even field. I think Powerpost Joe might be the hardest one to beat there. But if he can find his way to the front and... Um, get a check quarter in there somewhere, I think he'll take some beat and then uh, a bit of an interesting horse, I see he's actually by a trotting stand, so you don't see that too often. Yeah, I was just trying to, I just looked at that myself actually and I was hoping that I hadn't missed that he was a trotter taking on yeah. the paces, but he's definitely not to your inside, you've got Red Envy and Kelly Frost, do you see either of those two being a hurdle to getting to the fence or is it ones that are out a little wider that you're worried about crossing you? Probably more so out wider. Like even a horse like I'm cool Harry's probably a bit of a jump back in class in a way. So he's got good early speed as well. So obviously we'll come out and um, 
make our presence felt, but we won't be able to go too silly with it either. Ranks three, the first of your own drives tonight that you train. Mighty Adam has an inside of the second row draw, has turned into a little bit of a model of consistency, this horse, the last few, but I'm sure the improvement in his manners have assisted in that. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, he's been racing really consistently and been doing a fair bit of work in a few of his runs too, so this is a perfect draw for him there tonight, but realistically, a place chance at best. We've got like Uncle Mickey dropping back from the uh, big race there at Menangle, the Simpson Sprint there 10 days ago. Uh, it was a really eye-catching run, so I think Mickey might be a bit too classy for these, and I actually drove finery last time out. It was a really good run, first up from the spell, so I reckon it'll improve a lot out of that, but I really do think my guy's still a good place chance from that really soft uh, inside the back row draw. He's obviously a horse that has taken a, just a little while to work things out, but what's your opinion of him? He's pretty well bred. He's out of Louboutin, who did a good job herself by Auckland Reactor. Is he a horse that we can maybe follow over the next few seasons, do you think? Well, at this stage, he'd want to improve a little bit to say that he's a, a smart horse or anything like that, but he has come a long way the last couple of months. He's a horse that probably doesn't carry enough conditioning kind of things like that. So what I'd probably like to do with him is another few runs and give him another break. And then um, it wouldn't surprise me if next time in where we was able to step it up a bit. Um, he looks like, I know he's a four-year-old now, but he looks still immature and needs to sort of strengthen up a bit. So maybe later on after a spell, he might go another step. But at this stage, he's probably restricted to just country racing, really. Race number four, Waraderry here again for Grant Jones. Comes up with the outside of the second row over the 2260 metres. Preacher's daughter comes out and now you follow out Watto's mate at the start. Two starts ago went 54-8 and eight at Wagga. Did get a good run on that occasion but still had to do it. And then last time out was only narrowly beaten. So do you generally find that sort of Wagga form stacks up when horses come to Bathurst? Because they seem to run some pretty slick times. Yeah, they do. Uh, Wagga seems a much faster track uh, than Bathurst. So, uh, horses do come here, and um, I guess there's not a lot of horses with Wagga form that do come here, but when they do, it generally stacks up pretty good. But they're generally on the breed of challenge nights and that too, so a better class of horse uh, travelling over. Um, this horse really does enjoy uh, the 2200, so I think he's a good chance again tonight as well. Um, only nine in, and he shouldn't settle too far from them. Um, and if they run it pretty solid for the first half of the race, he'll be the horse coming home because he, he probably lacks all speed, but he, one thing he does do is keep coming all day long. Fly Like a Falcon looks the main danger here. Came across from New Zealand as a 17-start maiden, but has gone back-to-back and has looked really impressive in both of those runs. Is this a step up for Fly Like a Falcon, though? Do you think this is a better test for it? Because on what we've seen so far on margins, uh, you would expect that he's going to be pretty hard to beat. Yeah, this is definitely its toughest test to date. Both races that it won, they were a bit easier than this, and it found the front pretty comfortable and things like that. But I'm not saying it can't win tonight, but it, this will be its hardest test. Um, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure whether it will swaps to the lead like it has been either. So... If it does, it'll be tough to beat again. But if it's forced to do a little bit of work, it might be a little bit vulnerable late, but it'll still run well, that's for sure. And you've got a little bit of a break through to your last drive of the night, race number seven in the maiden over 1,700 metres, Pampalone. Tell us a little bit about this mare. She's obviously been purchased from New Zealand because she's got a fair bit of breeding on her side, and that's probably where her future lies. But 
she seems as though she's got a little bit of ability if she can put it all together, but she may have been a little bit frustrating so far for you. Yeah, she has. Um, actually, the original owners and breeders are from Melbourne. They bred her in New Zealand and just decided to bring her out. Um, yeah, she had a little bit of a tendency over there to want to run second a fair bit. Uh, she's sort of leading up and letting them run past the late and things like that. But first up for me, I couldn't have been happier with her. She faced the breeze probably the last 800 and they went really quick that night, 155, and she got caught by one late. But uh, she did do plenty of work, so I wasn't too disappointed in that run. But next time out, uh, she got kicking the wheel early on in the run and really, really overdone it for me and um, pretty much cut her wind off. So took a fair bit out of her that run. So I just freshened her up and then she seems tried really well. Uh, probably the only barrier I didn't want was barrier nine, but we've got it. Um, so as long as she does everything right and relaxes, I, I think she's uh, uh, got a fair amount of talent anyway so she can rock up tonight and do things right I, I do think she can win the race um, a little bit unknown as how good the number one horse is that Brad and David Hill combination have always got to be respected so um, at least we're going to be following the right horse and I just hope that she does things right because if she does she'll take some holding off Okay, that's race seven, number nine, the last of your drives tonight. A good book on paper, several key chances. But quickly before we let you go, a 408 update? Yeah, so um, it won the Arboron Cup uh, about a fortnight ago. And we really freshened him up a bit after that. And um, he probably lost a little bit of weight over the last month after his trip to Melbourne and things like that. Um, so we're just freshening him up. He's looking great again now. Uh, so at this stage, we're going to nominate him for the Newcastle Mile. Whether it gets a run or not, um, not too sure. Uh, look, obviously that'll probably be his toughest test to date if he does get a run in that. But I'm just really keen to see him go against them top liners on a thousand metre track. Um, he's a totally different horse uh, back to the thousand metre track rather than the angle. Um, although obviously he competes quite well down there, he just goes to another level on the smaller track. So. I really do hope he does get a run and we can see how we go against them top winers. Obviously, if we did, we're not going there expecting to beat him, but I, I know he'll run a, a huge race and um, I'd be really looking forward to it. But uh, toughest job would be getting in there and, and if we do, we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, I think he certainly deserves his chance. That Shirley Turnbull win was awesome and he seems to be in a great frame of mind at the moment. So looking forward to that next Friday night. Fields will be out and nominations taken early next week. So we'll have a fairly good idea in the next few days or so. Best of luck tonight, Matt, and thanks for your time this morning. All right, thanks very much. Matt Rue there this morning. A really good book of drives tonight at Bathurst and 408, hopefully heading towards that Newcastle Mile next Friday night. That's on the pace for this Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow morning to do it all again.